Good morning, friends and occasionally family. Uh, it's good to good to be here this morning. Uh, not it's kind of an overcast, gloomy day, but today is the Gay Pride Parade in Woodstock, and I was at the first one just before the pandemic, I guess, and it was wonderful. It was so wonderful to see such people with their children and their families gathering in the square after the parade and so much music and the temple had and churches had booths uh, in the square in Woodstock and it was such a wonderful celebration. It, it just made me really proud of the community and uh, I'm planning to go to that if it doesn't start raining all of a sudden after we have our after this, then we have a Dhammapada class online, and uh, then hopefully I'll be going to Woodstock to see the festivities and join in. Miss, I'll miss the parade, but uh, there's a lot going on. So, And then get to visit a friend who's moved to Woodstock uh, because of how, what a good experience he's had at the temple, and this it's such a lovely little town. So... Uh, tomorrow is book group for any of you of you who want to join that, and we meet on Zoom in the evening. So, hope you can make it to that. So today, let's start with meditation, and then I'd like to read in the Q and A from Deepama's book. At the end of it, someone asked her the question, "How do I practice metta, loving kindness meditation?" Or metta, uh, Bhante G likes calling it friendliness, because metta, uh, maitre, maitreya, means friend. So she has five stages of loving kindness practice. So hopefully, we will have some time to read that. So. Remember, you can get this book as a PDF online, a free PDF. So why don't we sit and let it just be a way for you to relax. And uh, this is a practice to learn how to be calm, to begin to still the mind. So it's a universal practice. It's not... It's not something you, you know, you have to do as a Buddhist or uh, you can't do because you're in a different religious tradition. This is working with our minds. So anyone can do it. It's not going to hurt anyone. But we're working to uh, learn how to calm our minds. When our minds cal are calm, our bodies are calm, and lots of good things happen. And we think better, and uh, you know we're we're we feel less need for other things to make us feel good. So why don't we just begin with a few deep breaths in and out, just to bring us all to the same present moment. You may have had a busy morning. Now we're going to take a little time to just be with ourselves, be present, 
be aware of what's going on around, but we're really present with ourselves and present with what's happening uh, in the present moment. Let your back be straight, whether you're standing or sitting or lying on your back. Want to stretch your spine out. That'll make your body more comfortable and it will also be good for the breath. I like to always remember to roll my shoulders back. And I really feel with a more open front, Each breath we take is deeper. Just our natural breathing becomes deeper. We're not hunched over. We're just kind of scrunching everything down. So just be aware of the breath. If you do feel restless or you feel like you're still rushing, Just take a few deeper breaths in and out. Just two or three. To just help you come into this moment. Now just be aware of normal breath. Begin to let go. Just let go of the thoughts that might be nagging at the back of your mind or your chore list or things that you need, you think you need to remember to worry about. See if you can just begin to let some of that roll off of you. It will be, it will be there if you want to pick it up again after our time together. So let go and let be. Just let everything be okay right now. There's nothing to do. So let everything, just let things be for now. Now we're just going to be with the breath. And if you like, you can count your breaths. On the inhale, that's one. The exhale is one. And the next breath, inhale is two. Exhale, two. And you can silently count your breath this way. Don't, I don't think of Maybe count up to five and then start over again. Or if you want to, you can try counting up to ten breaths and start over. No more than that. 
So you're just counting silently. And eventually you let the counting go. But the purpose of it, when we begin, or when we feel like we're, uh, especially when our minds are a little, we have a little monkey mind going on, which is most of us most of the time, you can count. And then when you lose count, you know that you've lost your mindfulness. You know you know that you've been distracted by something coming in through your sense doors or something going on inside your body. So if you lose count, you just smile and start all over with one. Start over again. You've noticed that your mind has become distracted and that's the important thing. So you start counting again. If you close your eyes, which is what we typically do when we can, that helps cut out some visual distraction. But we have everything else going on around us. So it's easy to be distracted. And what we're learning to do is notice when that happens and just come back to the breath. And that's how we train to not be so easily distracted by what's going on outside of our physical bodies or inside. You might get distracted if your stomach growls and you feel hungry. Or if your seated posture or standing posture becomes uncomfortable, it can distract you a great deal. So then you need to learn either to just let it pass or find a different position to be in so the pain goes away. So many things that will come up and distract us. If we can just wait a few seconds, whatever that impulse to get be distracted is, you'll notice that that will, that will pass away as well. Just allow things to arise and just see if you can just sit with them and then let them pass away on their own because you keep coming back to your breath, knowing that the distractions will pass.
Now I won't formally end the meditation because I'm going to read about metta practice and the way Deepama uh, likes to teach, like to teach metta. That was the main practice that she cultivated after other, I mean, she did other meditations, but metta was primary for her. And so you can stay in that meditation posture and in that relaxed awareness. And I'll read. So the question was asked, how do I practice metta, loving-kindness meditation? And the answer is from a combination of Deepa Ma's tape-recorded instructions and recollections from Michelle Levy, who for more than 20 years has practiced the loving-kindness meditation she learned from Deepa Ma. You may choose to devote an entire meditation session to loving-kindness practice, or you may decide to begin or end with it. Eventually, the five distinct stages may be combined in one session, but at the beginning it is best to focus on one at a time. So just take these in and we can practice with them uh, on later days. First stage. The first stage is to love yourself, to be a best friend to yourself. Begin by extending loving kindness to yourself. You can use the following words and mental images to guide you in generating and directing your feelings of loving kindness. Let me be free of enemies. Let me be free of dangers. Let me be free of mental anxieties. Let me pass my time with good body and happy mind. Enemies means both outward enemies and also being an enemy to yourself. Enemies can exist in the realm of our feelings from the slightest irritation to the full force of hatred and ill will toward self or others. While saying these phrases silently, hold an image of yourself steadily and clearly. If you can't visualize yourself, try to remember how you look in the mirror. If this is difficult, try actually looking in a mirror or at a recent photo of yourself until you can see yourself clearly in your mind's eye. Repeat the phrases in order. If your mind wanders and you forget what phrase you're on, start from the beginning. Let me be free of enemies. Bringing the mind back to the phrases again and again will deepen your concentration. It is important to drop into the meaning and feeling beneath the words, letting the words be your guide, keeping you on track and anchored in the practice. Hold the feeling of well-being for yourself, in your heart and mind, along with the mental image, and continue to repeat the phrases silently to yourself for as much time as your silence permits. When it is done deeply, when you feel that you truly love yourself, when you hold the image of yourself clearly and steadily, 
then if you wish, you may go on to the next stage, which is to extend loving-kindness to a good friend. Now, the second stage, and we'll repeat those phrases in this, using the same phrases as before, direct the loving-kindness to a good friend or teacher who has been kind to you, as you did while sending loving-kindness to yourself, Now hold the image of this friend clearly and steadily in your mind and extend loving-kindness toward him or her. May you be free of enemies. May you be free of dangers. May you be free of mental anxieties. May you pass your time with good body and happy mind. When you find you love your friend as yourself, or when you find that you can hold the image of the friend clearly and steadily along with the phrases, then if you wish, you may go on to the next stage. The third stage, the next category of beings to send loving kindness to are called the sufferers. Any beings or groups of beings who are suffering. Whereas before you held a stable, one-pointed image of one person, now begin to expand your focus to encompass a larger number of beings. Begin by holding in mind one whole group of beings who are suffering. Extend your loving-kindness to those beings the same way, the same way you did before with yourself and your friend. May you be free of enemies, May you be free of dangers. May you be free of mental anxieties. May you pass your time with good body and happy mind. If spontaneous images arise of other groups of suffering people, such as people in hospitals or in wars, then it's fine to direct your loving kindness to them, meditating in a dynamic way with the flow of changing images. Continue reciting the phrases while gradually focusing more and more on the feelings of loving-kindness beyond the words. From the foundation of truly and deeply loving yourself, see how self-love is the foundation and the fuel for loving others. In loving yourself, you love your friend as yourself. Then you love the sufferers like your friend, which is like yourself. With continued practice, all groups will merge into one. Let's see, we have time for the fourth one, the fourth stage and the fifth stage. In the fourth stage, loving kindness and equanimity blend together. The practice is to hold a vast sense of all living beings in one's mind, and to send metta to them all equally. Friends, people who suffer, people for whom your feelings are neutral, those with whom you have difficulty, all beings everywhere. May all beings be free of enemies. May all beings be free of dangers. May all beings be free of mental anxieties. May all beings pass their time 
with good body and happy mind. To do this, allow your mind to become loving-kindness. To do this by attending primarily to the feeling of loving-kindness, the words and phrases you've used up to this point have simply been pointers to the feeling. Allow your mind to become loving-kindness and rest in that with equanimity, not favoring where it goes. And the fifth stage, the crowning stage of metta meditation, is to combine all the stages and focus for a while on each of the stages in one meditation session. Practiced in this way, the meditation becomes like a symphony of loving-kindness in which you start with yourself and open, open, open until you finally come to rest in equanimity. So the fifth stage we can do all together in one session. And I think the, the best way to practice would be to do the way she says, um, start with the first stage and let that be a practice. And then the second stage is another practice, then combining them all. Practiced in this way, this meditation becomes like a symphony of loving-kindness in which you start with yourself and open, open, open until you finally come to rest in equanimity. So most of us know this. We use a different, uh, we, we can use some different words or you, if you like these words, you can use Deepama's words. Beautiful. So, oh, I have something tickling my ear. I think there are more good things to read from this book. A few things, instead of reading it chapter by chapter, there's a lot of there are a lot of good things just even at the end, and we can read more maybe on Tuesday with some of the other Q and A. So, our time is up. I'd love to keep reading from Deepama. Um, and with your metta practice, if you already have metta practice as part of your meditations, you can always use your own words and you can, you know, you can, it's a practice you can develop to work for you, but you always want to move in that direction of, of starting with yourself, always. Because if you don't understand and know how important it is to love yourself, how can you be, how can you give away love to others that you can't give to yourself? Um, so we work on that first and then we just begin more and more to radiate out. But I think it would really help. Uh, and some of us may have gotten kind of, oh, it's metta practice and we do it maybe not as thoughtfully as we do some other meditations. So, it's good to have some different instructions and kind of do a refresher metta course. So thank you for today. And think of when you do metta, please always include people of the Ukraine. 
And on Tuesday, I have a really beautiful, uh, special uh, intention that my good friend Tara White got at a, a silent retreat she went to for five days at the Siena Center. And um, that that intention was something they were asked to do every day, and it's really beautiful, and it and it's directed towards all the living beings in in Ukraine or who have had to leave. So I think all of us would like to have something like that to add to our practice. So thank you. Uh, have a beautiful day. If you're going to Dhammapada class, I think that's in about 30 minutes. And uh, I'll see you Tuesday if I don't see you before then. Thank you for being such a big part of my practice. <laughs>